Let's pray. Father, your word is in my mouth. I can of my own self do nothing. But I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost that is here in Jesus' name. Amen. And the 70 returned again with joy saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Jesus said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon snakes or serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirit are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and has revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered to me of my Father, and no man knoweth who the Son is but the Father. And who the father is but the son. And he to whom he will reveal him. And he turned unto his disciples and said privately. Blessed are the eyes which see the things you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye see. And have not seen them. And to hear those things which ye hear. And have not heard them. Now this. Luke 10. The Bible says after these things. The Lord appointed the 70 also. And he sent them. Two by two. Before his face unto every city. And place whither he himself would go. Therefore he said unto them, The harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your ways, behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Carry neither purse, nor script, nor shoes. Salute no man by the way. And unto whatsoever house he enter, first say, Peace be unto this house. And if the son of peace is there, your peace shall rest on it. If not, it shall return again unto you. In the same house remain. Don't be ashamed to eat and to drink such things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house. And into whatsoever city ye enter. And they receive you, eat such things as are said before you, heal the sick that are in it, and say unto them, The kingdom of God is come nigh unto thee. But unto whatsoever city ye enter, and they receive you not, go your ways into the street of that same, and say, Even the very dust of your city, which cleaved on us, will do wipe off against you, notwithstanding. Be ye sure of this, that the kingdom of God is come unto you. 
But I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable in that day for Sodom than for that city. Woe unto you, Chorazin. Woe unto you, Bethsaida. For if the mighty works that were done in Tar and Sidon, which has been done in you, they had a great while repented ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it shall be more tolerable for Tar and Sidon at the judgment than for you. And thou Capenum, which art exalted to heaven, shall be thrust down to hell. He that heareth you, heareth me. He that despiseth you, despiseth me. And he that despiseth me, despiseth he that sent me. And the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject to us. Now what you are listening to was the mandate of the church. It was the mandate of the apostles. The mandate of the disciples. A mandate is an official authorization. This was when God by Jesus gave mandate now not just to the 12 but to the 70. Extending the mandate to the disciples. You know why? Because the harvest is plenteous and the laborers are few. So Jesus didn't set out to do it all by himself. He chose 12, but this one, he sent 70. Two by two to every city that he will come. And this was the commission. This was the mandate. It's such a powerful mandate. It encompasses the divine authority. He gave them his name, the power of attorney to act his, in his name. In fact, when they went, it was like Jesus himself. That is what the power of attorney is. Many people don't understand this thing called the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is the power of attorney. The power of attorney, many of you know about it in court. You give the authority to somebody to act in your name. So, when the apostles, these 70 went, it was not them, it was Jesus who went. It was Jesus working with them, with signs and wonders following. It was the authority of the name. It was the power of the name. It was the glory of the Son of God. It was the wisdom of the Son of God. It was the supernatural grace and glory that was on the Son of God that was transferred. And ladies and gentlemen, As my father has sent me, so send I thee. The work is plenteous. Apostle Victor cannot do it alone. Jesus chose 70 in addition to the 12. Another time it was 500. The work is plenteous. Pastor Edward can't do it alone. The work is plenteous. Alexina alone cannot pray all the prayers in this world. The work is plenteous. Prophet Manasseh can't do it alone. The work is plenteous. And so we are praying that because the harvest is plenteous, God should send in not just workers, but laborers into his vineyard. But this is what I want you to know. When he put the power of attorney on this 70, he said, demons were subject to us in your name. 
the miracles, the power of God everywhere we went. The Lord was confirming his word with signs and wonders. And God has asked me to say to you. That you have not just been called to be saved. You have been called to be sent. Who knows if you were called into the kingdom for such a time as this. That was what Mordecai told Esther. When Esther didn't want to stick his neck out. When Esther was afraid for her life. And Esther didn't want to step out into the unknown. Mordecai said to Esther. Look. If you refuse to speak now. Enlargement and deliverance shall come from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. For who knows. That you were called, whether you were called into the kingdom for such a time as this. Honey, there has been no strategic time like this. There is no end time like this end time. If there was any last days, this is the last days where God said he will pour his spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Upon my servants and those will I pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. He said, you shall receive the Holy Ghost. And you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the world. The reason for the commission, the reason for the anointing, the reason for the mandate is so you go out and win the souls and make disciples. And then he added some very serious things that you must know. Because if you don't know, you'll be thinking of allowance. You'll be thinking of what my children eat, what will my wife eat. He said, provide no script no purse. He said, honey, I will send you and you go hungry. He said, don't even take a purse. The 70 were commanded not to carry money. He said, if I can provide for you, die in hunger. My colleagues in town will tell you that, have you ever heard before that somebody is working in ECG and water company is paying him? So if these ungodly men know how to pay their employees, you mean God will starve his servants? Maybe you'll be the first. But I was young, now I'm old. Never yet have I seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his children begging for bread. He said, look, forget about money. Don't provide pests. No script. I will provide. And he said, when you go, find a worthy man and stay in his house. The mandate includes your power over men. Your power over rich people. God has given you authority and dominion. And ladies and gentlemen, he said, eat what they said before you. But just don't go from house to house. You see, people need to understand the power of the prophetic. Locate exactly what God is doing with your life. Locate the partner that God is giving you for ministry. It's not everybody who will open up to the gospel. He said, even if you go to a place, first say, peace be unto you. And if there's a son of peace in that house, the peace will land. If there's no sign of peace in the house, the peace will come back to you. Don't waste the peace God gave you. Don't waste the anointing God gave you. Look for a wealthy man and put the peace on him and stay in his house. Let him finance the gospel. Because what you are carrying, when Elijah went to the widow of Zarephath's house, the widow was about to eat his last meal and die. The widow was not doing Elijah favor. Nobody should think that he's doing any man of God favor. You need a man of God. The man of God doesn't need you.
I'm serious about this. I've commanded the ravens to feed you. Birds were feeling Elijah supernaturally. So he's going to the house of that widow was not because of his last food. It was just to make sure that that widow survives. He said, when you go to a city, find a wedding man. God opens your eye. With the mandate comes the prophetic anointing. You are able to locate the wedding man. Oh, gone were the days where God will send a missionary to a nation. He doesn't know anybody. And he gets down at the airport or whether by train or horseback. And he gets down to the place and he's standing. And he's just watching. And he's just watching. And the Holy Ghost says, that man, follow him. That woman, that's the man. You locate the man of peace. Honey, you must deploy the prophetic. The prophetic is not a crazy thing people are doing in town. The prophetic is the specific will of God. It is when the Holy Spirit begins to speak to you, open your eye, show you things, and say, this is it. This is the man of peace. He says, stay in his house. Don't move from house to house. Don't adulterate what God has given you. It's sacred. Don't mess it. You have not gone there to be eating food. So don't be moving from house to house. Just stay where God has placed you. And then, he says, heal the sick that are there. Cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. And then he added something. He said, Anywhere you go and they don't receive you, he said, Even the dust of that town and that city, make sure it doesn't go with you, shake it against them. Ladies and gentlemen, this mandate is a powerful one. The gospel is a two-edged sword. It is a gospel of peace, but it's also judgment. Anyone who doesn't receive us will be condemned. Anyone who believes and is baptized shall be saved. So much authority over cities, over lands, over homes. God is giving us power over nations, over governments. Ladies and gentlemen, the days where the church used to beg is over. The day where the church used to hide because of fear is over. These are the days of boldness and power. He said, shake the dust off. And he said, when you are going, don't greet anybody on the way. We need a prophetic generation. People who are sensitive to the spirit. In the Old Testament, when God sends a prophet, you don't see him greeting people left and right. He has the word of God in his mouth. He doesn't want to be distracted. Until he speaks the word, he's not talking to no man. And you need to understand that once we have to make friends so we can win them to Christ, you need to understand when the Holy Spirit is leading you to break a ground, when the Holy Spirit is leading you to start something, you must be that prophetic because the first utterances you make must be the one that will carry the whole work. That is the word of prophecy. That's the word he gave you. And so it must remain sacred. You haven't declared that sacred word in your mafia. That is you about shaking everybody. Ojamati say, just joking everywhere. He said, don't greet anybody when you're going. Don't greet nobody. He said, if somebody greets you, don't respond. He said, don't be distracted. Be focused on the Holy Ghost. Be focused on the leading. Be focused on the prophetic word. Be focused on what God asks you to do. What God has sent you to do.
And then he began to call down judgment on certain strongholds and demons and principalities. Chorazin, woe unto you, Chorazin, woe unto you, Bethsaida. Ha! If the wonders that were done was done in Tar and Sidon, that whole nation would have repented in sackcloth. God doesn't waste his anointing. We used to waste the anointing, but no more. The anointing cannot be wasted. And so, any, any land that is not worthy of the anointing, we take it back. Jesus did so much ministry there, they never believed. War unto you, Chorazin. War unto you, Bethsaida. And he said, you, Capernaum, that is exalted. And it is high time we speak to nations and all these strange powers that say we can't have peace. It's high time we say to the Capernaums, you that is exalted high to the heavens, be brought down to Hades. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing to captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And then he said, and the 70 went. And the icing on the cake was, and the 70 returned with joy. Honey, you go forth weeping, bearing precious seed. You would doubtless return with your sheaves, with your harvest rejoicing that are so in tears will reap in joy honey we may send you with uncertainty we may send you with uncertainty in your mind where am i going to get money from my children am i going to relocate them and get them another school how are things going to work out who's going to take care of my mom who's going to take care of my father who is not well you may go out with uncertainty but you are returning with joy the 70 return with joy but honey this is the real message the 70 returned again. You won't die on the battlefield. Honey, you won't die on the mission field. You will go to Kuwait, you will come back. You will go to Afghanistan, you will come back. You will go to Turkey, you will come back. You go to Saudi Arabia, you come back. Indonesia, you come back. Malaysia, you come back. Northern Nigeria, Kaduna, you come back. Wherever we send you, you will go and come back. You will go with the gospel. You shall return again. The seventh return again. You will come back. The last convention we did, there was a prophecy here for a man of God that. God will send him to nation to pull down strongholds. Bene, Haiti. And those of you who are here, as soon as the prophecy came, he said, I've already received an invitation to come to Haiti. And you know, Haiti is one of the strongholds of voodoo. You will go to Haiti and you will come back. Not even a hair of your hair will fall to the ground. The smoke will not smell on you. You go through the fire like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and the smoke will not smell on you. When we look at your children, they won't look like children who are impoverished, who are malnourished, who don't have food to eat, shoes to wear. Your children will attend the best schools. Yes. Yes. God knows how to provide. He said the laborer is worthy of his wage. 
The husbandman that laboreth must be the first partaker of the fruit. The laborer is worthy. For it is written, Mazen or the ox that treaded out the corn. He said, Does God care for the oxen? Does God care for the oxen? Or wrote he it altogether for our sake? For our sake, no doubt. That he that thresh will thresh in hope. And he that is threshing by hope will be a partaker of his hope. And I want you to know there's a reward for the righteous. No one goeth a warfare at his own charge. Or who planted a vineyard and that doesn't eat the fruit thereof. You will eat of the fruit of your labor. You too, you will drive good cars. We won't worship the cars, but we'll drive them. We won't worship money, but we won't lack it. That's what the scripture says. But I said the real thing is in the 70 returning. Now listen very carefully to what I'm about to tell you. Listen very carefully to what I'm about to tell you. Because the Holy Spirit said to me. And the 70 return. He said the miracle is in the returning. When Jesus was even sending them. He didn't say I give you my name. But now they came back and said. Demons are subjected to us in your name. He just sent them. The miracle is in the returning. Usually, when you are sent, you don't see much. It is when you are returning. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit from Jordan. When he was going, he was just filled. But when he was returning, he returned in the power. I thought he was going to fight demons. That was exactly what happened. I thought he was going to be tempted by the devil. He was taken to the wilderness. Yes, that's exactly what happened. But he returned in the power. You see, the miracle is always in the return. When obedience is complete. That is when we stand in readiness to punish all obedience. It was when they returned that Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And that was when he added, I now give you power to tread upon snakes and scorpions and over every power of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. You see, the miracle is in the returning. When our obedience is full, God asks you to do something. You've been thinking about it, praying about it. You've never done it. When you're afraid to go out, signs and wonders don't happen. It is when you move, that is when the things happen. It is in the returning. Sometimes you are sowing and you don't see the, the rewards immediately. Sometimes you are doing the thing, you don't see. It is in the returning. And the 70 returned again. Let me say something to you. There is more power in the testimony than the original word. The return word. You see, the first one is the logos. The rema is the testimony. When they came back with the testimony, that was when Jesus said, I saw Satan fell like lightning and I give you power over demons. The return is where the miracle is. That's where the rema is. That's where the experiential knowledge is. That's where the experiential faith is. After raising the dead the first time, you don't need another faith to raise the dead. The rest will just be cocoa. It will just be a repetition. The miracle of multiplicity is in the return. Now, many of you don't really know what's happening here. You think that, oh, Prophet Manasseh prepared to minister today. I was not going to minister today at all. I told these two men of God to prepare. To preach. I was not going to preach. 
because I have a meeting in the evening, so I just wanted to be in the service and then to minister and then just bless us. So I was not going to preach. I didn't prepare this message. The Lord just told me. He said the 70 returned. I don't know how many we are here, but I can see some 70. Honey, I don't know what you are waiting for, but God is calling you. Not as an apostle, not necessarily as a prophet. You don't need all those titles. Honey, the 70 returned. There was a disciple in Damascus called Ananias. And the Lord said, Ananias. He said, yes, Lord. This was a disciple, not an apostle, not a prophet, not a bishop, not a cardinal, not a pope. Jesus was talking to him like a friend. He said, Ananias, he said, here am I, Lord. He said, I just knocked somebody down. And this is the address. He's praying, he's blind, he's praying. Go lay hand on him and tell him what to do. He was not a prophet. He was not an apostle. He was not general overseer. What do you need a title for? It will kill you. He was a disciple. He was a 70, one of the 70, one of the people, one of the disciples. And God is looking for all. You know, God had a plan for this service. When a meeting yesterday, when we finished the meeting, I got to the pastor's office, I broke down. I was crying like a baby. Because the Lord told me, that is moving through our land and is healing our land. And when I came into this service and all these ministers, powerful ministers all lined up here. It's not just God arranged it. So he needed a particular atmosphere. He had, he had, he had planned for this service. Because this is your commissioning. This is your mandate. Honey, I may never call you here to lay hand on you and say I'm sending you, but God is doing that now. This is your commission. What I say to one, I say to all. Honey, you are returning. Honey, you are returning. Honey, you will return. You won't die somewhere. <laughs> you are returning I don't know what you're going through but you are returning I don't know where you've been but you are returning I shall return that's what's nigger right give somebody a high five and say you are one of the seventy I see Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Now, he hasn't gone to the cross yet. You see, that's what people don't know. He was not crucified yet. And yet the devil had already fallen into hell. 
You know, some people don't know this, our God. They are waiting for a time. They don't know that he himself is the time. One day Jesus says, somebody, your brother will rise again. He says, I know in the resurrection on that day. He says, what? I'm the resurrection and the life. Jesus hadn't gone to the cross yet to finish the devil. He had not ascended up on high to lay captivity. So why was it happening? Because the word is God. The word is everything. The word is everything. The word he spoke. Shall not return void. Because when he sent them, he gave them power over the devils. So there was no way they could come back without the devil falling. Listen. Maybe it's not yet even time. But if the Lord says it, it is done. The Bible says Jesus cursed a fig tree. Because the fig tree was barren. And funny enough, the Bible added that it was because it was not a time, it was not a season for fig trees to bear fruit. So if it was not time for fig trees to bear fruit, why was Jesus expecting fruit from the fig tree it was because that fig tree had the audacity to encounter the Lord and still barren the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end the seasons himself has come in fact in those days if you saw a fig tree even if it's not a season for fig trees once you see a lot of leaves on the fig tree, you will see fruit on the fig tree. So this particular fig tree had a lot of leaves and didn't have fruit. I saw in a vision, God just swapped some things. What is supposed to take you 10 years will take you 3 years. What is supposed to take you 7 years is taking you 1 year. A day before the Lord is like thousand and thousand years like one day. It's, it's your time. When God called Jeremiah, he was young, he said, don't say I'm a child. That from thy youth, you've known the Holy Scriptures. This is your time. There was a little maid Bible says little and it means she was little carried captive from Israel by the Aramites or Arameans or the Syrians they took this girl captive and she was a slave or a maid in the house of Naaman she didn't know much but she had a word of prophecy in her mouth so that would my lord well, with the prophet in Samaria, this leprosy would have been gone a long time. And at the time this little girl was speaking, Elisha had never healed any leprous case. It was a girl's rema. 
In fact, the Bible says the only leprous case, the first and the last case that Elisha ever healed was the one the girl prophesied. But at the time the girl was talking, Elisha had never even healed any lepros. But this little girl said, you know what, I may not have anything, but I have the word of God in my mouth. By the way, the word is all you need. The Rama. Do you need a voice from heaven to say, I am the God of Abraham, before you know you are called? People don't get it. He gives some apostle. So you, you may not be an apostle because it is some. Some prophet. So you may not be a prophet. Some evangelist. You may not be an evangelist. But they said they will perfect the saints for the work of the ministry. So every saint, every child of God will do the work of the ministry. God is turning everything around. God is turning everything around for you. Then the Bible says, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. Yesterday I was talking about, we are the circumcision. Who worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Philippians 3.3. 3. He said, we are the ones who are circumcised. Our flesh is cut off. So we have no confidence in the flesh. The flesh is cut off. Our trust is not in the flesh. Our trust in what any man can do or what we can do. Our sufficiency is God who has made us able ministers. Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. Rejoiced in the spirit. He rejoiced in the spirit at that moment. And said, oh father, thank you that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent. And have revealed them unto babes. For so it seemed good. Honey, it's not because you're handsome. It's not because you have money. God just chose the foolish things of this world. The base things. Honey, you see your calling. Not many wise. Not many mighty. Not many noble. God has just, just sent the weak things of this world. The foolish things, the base things, the things that are not, that he may confound the things that are. That no flesh will glory in his sight. That if anyone glory, let him glory in the Lord. And then the Bible says, he turned aside, said, to his disciples and said, Blessed are your eyes. Because kings and prophets beg. They begged to see what you are seeing. God said, it's not for you guys. The prophets who were prophesying the grace that will come on us, they inquired diligently. They were begging God, want to see God. Said, uh-uh. Which things angels desire to look into? Angels said, can we see so much? Uh-uh. But that's what your eyes are seeing. Even the spirit of truth that the world cannot receive because it seeth him not. 
Every believer must see the Holy Ghost. This your eye must see the Holy Ghost. You must see the Holy Ghost. This your eye must. If you are a child of God, this your eye must see the Holy Ghost. When you see Him, everything changes. I don't know what you are going to pray right now, but I'm sure you'll find something to say. Somebody was born, and the day they gave birth to him, his name was a curse. The mother said, you this child, the trouble you give me, you will always cause pain. So his mother named him Jabez. Jabez started crying, ah, to the God of Israel. That God that thou mayest bless me indeed I've seen all kind of blessings but truly bless me that your hand the Holy Ghost will be with me take sin from me that he doesn't grieve me and enlarge my coast and Bible says and God granted what he requested and Jabez was more honorable than his brothers honey I don't know where you're coming from. I don't know what case is on your life. I don't know what family. I don't know what has been placed on you. Circumstances, demons, family tree, generational cases, everything has put you in a box. And they say you, you will cause pain. Oh, you, you just cause shame. But I hope I have somebody here who say, God, destiny is calling. I don't want to be vain. I don't want to be. Tihosa. I want the destiny that I had in you before the foundations of the earth. They say creation has been waiting for you, Mama. Everything, the sun, the moon, the trees, everything is crying. Ah, ah, what will Fafa manifest? What will Bekin manifest? Because there's, there's something in you. The hope of glory. It's done. Mal 
Savoria Ese fata Chimi bre Mi bre Nina Famie Nia Mi dimi Unyi Nama Savoria Ese fata Listen, God doesn't call any vain person. How? Them that he did for no, them he also did predestinate. To be conformed to the image of his son. That he may be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, them that he did predestinate, he called. God doesn't call vain persons. So if you are called here, it's because you shall be conformed to the image of his son. You were picked, you were picked out of him. So your life cannot be vain. Your life cannot be vain. God has a plan for you. And you are going to lead that life now. The original plan. Why God chose you. Even while you are even alive today. You should have been dead a long time. He has a plan for you. Saforia Ese Fata Chimi Bre Who say that we are just around anything anything can just happen to us? Oh no. Honey no. Honey no. You are arrows in God's hand. And God doesn't miss. You can't do a mistake. Hey. You know, just go and read about the attributes of God. Okay, that's just theology one-on-one. Go and Google attributes of God. You have church all by yourself. You'll be shouting and crazy and people say, what's happening? He say, no, 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 no. And know the man we are talking about. Because sometimes people don't even get it. Huh? The aseity of God, the independence of God. He's not dependent on anything. He doesn't need anything. Master, the veracity of God, the truthful God cannot lie. It's impossible. Master, go and just read. <laughs> and you know whom you have trusted Paul said I know whom I believe yeah, 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 guru, sala, da, 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 da. wave to him just wave to him Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
secret appointment in 1st John 2 27 the anointing the amplified version calls it the sacred appointment so you see there is a sacred engagement There's a sac sacred engagement, holy engagement. Ah. Yahweh, Alpha and Omega. You are Yahweh. 
are the God who walks, who is and is to come. God. 